I should deal with a fairly obvious objection to the previous episode about our obligation to choose and the inescapability of making choices, which is one that the late, great John Lucas of Merton College, Oxford, was very fond of making, and he would observe... Uh, and he does so in, for example, his Democracy and Participation uh, Penguin book, that none of us is all-knowing, none of us is all-wise, none of us is all-competent, and therefore it can be, and often is, a really good thing to accept things on the authority of others. Because if we are not prepared to accept things on the authority of others, then we have to make up our minds about everything all for ourselves, which puts us back in the situation I've described repeatedly of, in a sense, having to start all over again. And it's a perfectly legitimate point. But it isn't a contradiction to the point that I just made in the previous episode. Because even if we accept that we can't decide everything for ourselves, we are still in a position where we eventually, perhaps not when we're little children or when we first put our first foot onto the travelling escalator of life, we may not be in a position then to decide, for example, which authorities we should trust. But sooner or later, we do have to. We may like to say, and we would if we were a Nazi, that the Fuhrer is always right, or we may want to say that Boris Johnson is always right, or that uh, uh, Joe Biden is always right, or Vladimir Putin is always right, or President Xi Jinping is always right. And there may be strong pressures upon us in our various cultures and societies and political systems to say just that. But we do, in the end, have to form a view. And the view may not be terribly well-informed. It may not even, even be right. Very often we will make choices and form views that are not right. But what we can't do is renounce the obligation to make choices or to pretend that these things are somehow forced upon us in ways that leave us with no choice. Because we always have a choice. And I'm not suggesting, let's be clear, that the choice is always correct or well-informed or judicious or even sensible or even passionately defensible or even anything other than abhorrent. But a choice it is. And so the fundamental point that cannot be gainsaid cannot be avoided, cannot even, I think, be denied, is that we have to make choices. And someone who says, well, no, I don't think you're right. Uh, I think that there are some authorities, there are some powers, there are some, here's a phrase that has a long and distinguished history, distinguished there needs to be put in very strong scare quotes, that there are various things and people that are self-authenticating. In other words, people whose charisma, traditions whose authority, exercise a command over our minds that almost relieves us of the obligation to choose by virtue of its own power, charisma, authority. 
this is a very, very dangerous point of view. And it has been the basis for more misery in human life than one can possibly imagine. Because as soon as I am prepared to say, I am not really an autonomous agent, I am not really someone making a decision to follow Adolf Hitler or Boris Johnson or whoever it may be, as soon as I say, no, no, all my powers of self-determination have been removed from me by the commanding self-authenticating presence and authority of this figure or this tradition or this institution or whatever it may be. As soon as we find ourselves saying that, we have relinquished our fundamental obligations to the human race. And we have allowed the way somebody else has made sense of the world to dictate the way we should. And that just won't do. And before somebody else says it, let me deal with the theological, the religious dimension of this claim to self-authentication or reference to self-authentication. Because I spent a period of my life when I was in the grip of this delusion. And I should say why I think it is a delusion even and especially when it is something we attribute to God. The reason is this, we have all come across people who have wanted to say that they believe because they feel their lives are somehow taken over by uh, and given direction and purpose and all sorts of good things on the face of it by some power other than themselves. And I'm sure that if you were to speak to a very passionate Jew, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, Taoist, Sikh, whoever you like, you are likely sooner or later to find that there are those who will say, I am not really my own master anymore because I have found myself in the power of a self-authenticating God, a self-authenticating belief system, a self-authenticating church or institution or set of beliefs or a self-authenticating system of values. And they have, as you might say, relieved me of responsibility for deciding for myself because they are so self-evidently right, so self-authenticating that I feel under 
compulsion to surrender before them. And if you've been a devoted listener to these uh, voice notes, you will remember that I quoted Calvin, uh, Omnia recta cognitione dei per obedienti abnaxcitur, all right knowledge of God comes through obedience. Obedience, not questioning, not challenge. Now, there is a Jewish tradition, a Hebrew tradition, which goes back to Jacob's battle with God in the wilderness, where God is so fed up with the fact that he can't deal with Jacob that he strikes his thigh and makes him lame in order to end the battle. That tradition in Judaism of arguing with God remains valid to this day in many aspects of Judaism that you do not, even in the case of God, acquiesce in something called unquestionable authority or self-authentication. And yet there are many religious people who play this card, who want to say, I have become a kind of automaton under the commanding authority of this theistic belief system or this theistic claim or this God or this being and it can be as true of Christians, Jews, Muslims, Hindus, etc. What that really means, and I think it's really important to get a grip on this, is not that I haven't chosen, but that I have done two things at once. I have both chosen and adopted a strategy to deny that I have chosen. Because the people who are saying that they have been taken over by this have chosen to be taken over by this. They haven't become robots. They may want to become robots, but they haven't become robots. So there just isn't a case where you can argue that I have come into the presence of something that is so self-authenticating, so authoritative, that it relieves me of the obligation to choose. And if you claim that you have, then all you're really doing is replacing your choice with that claim, which is a fundamental kind of bad faith. It's absolutely the most deep kind of bad faith. It's the person who commits atrocities in the name of some leader and blames the leader because he claims or she claims that he wasn't doing anything under his own volition, under his own power. And, of course, in all cases, we were. So let's knock this one on the head. There simply aren't any self-authenticating beliefs. There aren't any beings who command unquestioning obedience of a kind that relieves us of the obligation to choose. <laughs> 